Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We are halfway through our first show of the work week, and oh my goodness, we've got just a few hours left in October, so I suppose for those of you who are waking up on Monday, I can officially say happy Halloween. (laughs) See, on Mondays, I like it when you listen to our podcast, because we have a very distinct and stated goal of covering every single game at least once, and we're going to have to sneak in some World Series baseball in these next two hours as well. But I don't know if I gave you the choice between listening to our football our football podcast, Monday Morning QB or something like that, and watching us carve a pumpkin. <laughs> I feel like the pumpkin carving adventure wins out every time. So I'm just going to tell you, hey, it's Halloween. Jay and I promised that we would film our first attempt as a show unit. It's really just the two of us, though the pumpkin was the star of the show. As a show, we tried to carve a pumpkin for the first time. And also, Jay and I cannot remember the last time we carved a pumpkin in our lives before we ever met. And so it's comical. And the pumpkin cried. And I'm not kidding about this. It's not like I'm making it up. You can see the pumpkin cry. It's one of those acts that you see at the state fair. A man with three heads, a woman who's 900 pounds. No, this is actually a crying pumpkin. And I was <laughs> blown away because as I watched the video back, uh, so Jay, let me see it before he posted it on our YouTube channel. The way the lighting is, you could literally see the tear streaking down the pumpkin where she's crying. It's unbelievable. It's almost sad. You could really Almost see it. Almost sad. It, it, it Did you sad, not right? see how sad I was about carving up Josephine? It was terrible. It was it was really traumatic experience. Um, but lots of good one-liners and faces. My God, do I make a lot of faces. My mom calls me a spaz. This is why she loves me, though. This is why I do not like to be on camera. Something happens to me on camera. I turn into a spaz. Because <laughs> I'm normally very calm here on the radio. 
<laughs> anyway, Jay makes me do this. Uh, and so I do it to keep him happy. That and I bring Swedish fish and, and give it. Are there any left? Not if they're in here for much longer, there won't be. But Well, I can't moment, eat yeah. them while I'm on the radio because they are very gooey and they get stuck to your teeth. And so that would make for really bad radio. Anyway, you can choose to listen to our Monday, our massive Monday football podcast, or you can choose to watch our pumpkin carving video, which is already up on YouTube. Or I suppose you can immerse yourself in the world of after hours and you can do both. <laughs> And as always on YouTube, like and subscribe because I'm not kidding when I tell you Jay gets giddy over that. We are live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Right, Jay? Is that accurate? That is very accurate. It's accurate. I do like it a lot. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, or on our Facebook page. I don't have the link up yet to YouTube, but it's easy to find there. What I do have on social is your chance to vote for the team that's most miserable and mortified. Waking up on this Monday. Oh, gosh. And especially those who have to travel, and they would have gotten back late last night or maybe still traveling, depending upon uh, where they're coming from and how far they have to go. I tell you what, it's always a much longer plane ride home when you've played like P-O-O. I guess I can say poo. I was <laughs> When you've played like the poop emoji, it's always a much longer plane ride home. So who's waking up or will wake up on Monday with a football hangover and feel miserable and mortified? And that definitely does apply to the fan bases. So either Twitter or Facebook and yes, YouTube. We're a full service operation here. 855-212-4227. I just realized it's the first time giving out the phone number all show. <laughs> it's not really a show where we take calls. We don't have time for that. We got to get right back to the NFC East and the NFC dovetails or the NFC East conversation because we want to work in the commanders. It dovetails nicely into the AFC South, which is where I was going next. Uh, so these are tied together. And for a couple of reasons, not only uh, did we talk about the Eagles being 7-0, Cowboys and Giants tied in second place in that monster division uh, at 6-2, and two, and the Commanders trying to keep pace. So we want to get to the Commanders because they've actually won three games in a row, believe it or not. But the Commanders, who are now starting Taylor Heineke, can you just give him the dang ball and stop trying to trade and sign other quarterbacks? My goodness. You think at some point Taylor, well, Taylor would have to tell his family to stay off social media because if this was my family, they'd have all kinds of Hint, hints for the Washington Commanders. This is the third year in a row in which he's logged start. And who knows when Carson Wentz comes back? But it's, and Carson wasn't playing poorly. But if your team is winning and Taylor is directing the offense in a way that not only commands respect, but his teammates are following, how do you make a change? It's just a, it's a rhetorical question, but at some point we're going to know the answer. So Taylor Heineke is starting for the Commanders. They take on the Colts Sunday. Sam Ellinger, actually it's Sam Ellinger. Last week I started out saying it right and then I switched because I heard someone else say it wrong. Sorry. It's Sam Ellinger. He was starting for the Colts. Those two teams playing together at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Also in the NFC, uh, the AFC South, 
we saw Malik Willis make his first start for the Titans. So this was kind of a late decision when Ryan Tannehill was ruled out. The rookie from Liberty has to start in a game inside the South Division on the road against the Texans. And so it just kind of all folds in nicely when we line up the storylines. Set him up and knock him down, baby. Here we go. Uh, it's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. So, yes, Washington Commanders, they are in the, the, the Colts territory, and they've got, I would say, weapons around Taylor Heineke for sure. And yet, similar to what we've seen from a lot of offenses, you get stretches where they're good, And then you get stretches where they seemingly can't find their way out of a paper bag. And I know for the Washington commanders, they've had issues with their offensive line. So that, of course, means that running the ball is sometimes more challenging. It's just something special when Taylor Heineke is on the field. Maybe because he's willing to do whatever it takes to win. Maybe because he's a guy they're familiar with for the most part. Maybe it's because he doesn't have a huge ego and doesn't freaking care how he gets to start as long as he gets to play. He is a team player, and that's valuable. And the rest of the locker room certainly pays attention to that. The Colts locker room having to get used to a second-year player who had not thrown a pass in the NFL before Sunday. So Ellinger for Indy. It's kind of a mixed bag in the first half. A field goal, but then a sack. That causes a fumble. And so the Colts are trailing 7-3 to at the break. And that's what I mean. I can rave about Taylor Heineke. And I do think he has a lot of weapons around him. You think about Brian Robinson who's come back. Antonio Gibson. Terry McLaurin, of course. I mean, there are a bunch of guys who can make plays. It's just, it's disjointed. But that would explain why the team is just now at 500. And needed three straight wins to get there. They're finding a rhythm. And Taylor's a big piece of that. He's steady. I think he settles down the offense, to be sure. So as we get into the second half, Jonathan Taylor has a fumble. The whole Colts run game is, and obviously the offensive line, we talked about it last week, that is one of the big mysteries of this NFL season that cannot yet be explained. So a couple more field goals on the board for the commanders because you've got, Mistakes being made, not just by Sam, but also by Jonathan Taylor. And so there's a short field for a Naeem Hines six-yard touchdown rush. And lo and behold, the Colts are sitting pretty. Maybe feeling good about making the quarterback change, right? They're up 16-7 to early in the fourth quarter. The defense is playing well holding the commanders at bay, and they've managed to navigate around the two turnovers of their own. Finally find the end zone after settling for field goals early. All right, time is running out. The commanders have the ball. Their last two drives, well, it's again a mixed bag. They settle for a field goal that pulls them within 16 to 10. And then... With very little time left on the clock. Now, this is on the Colts. I can imagine if there's anything that Frank Reich wants back, anything that he would love to do differently, it's the fact that after the commanders had a field goal 
and pull within six points, the Colts go three and out. Anything. If you can extend the drive, if you can get two first downs, you're looking at the potential for either running out the clock or at the very least, leaving Taylor Heineke and the commanders no time. As it is, when they get the ball back, it's about two and a half minutes to go, and they're backed way up. They are staring 89 yards down the field. That's how far they have to go because a field goal won't do any good. And yet, this is seemingly when Heineke plays his best football. Clock running, 43 seconds to go. Washington's up to the line. Here's Heineke with the snap. Three wide receivers to the left. Colts break four. Heineke steps up. Now he pumps, steps back, throws one down deep down the center of the field, and that is towards Terry McLaurin to fight for it at the one, and he's got it at the one-yard line. What a catch by McLaurin. (laughs) First and goal at the one, 26 seconds to go. Heineke's under center. Robinson is the back. Two wide receivers to the left. In motion, Cam Sims. Heineke keeps it, goes for the end zone. What's the call? Touchdown. Touchdown. Touchdown, Washington. A one-yard run by Heineke. Heineke deserves to celebrate that one. That is because of what he does. He does not give up on his team. He believes he can make every single play. Less than two minutes, they score. Yes, in the final minute, and you hear the myriad of voices there, including Bram Weinstein on Commander's Radio. He's a steadying force. He's a calming influence. It's his personality, for sure. But also, this is a guy who's got to be, at some point, getting more comfortable in these situations because the commanders rarely blow teams out. They might be on the wrong end of those, but they're always in close and late situations, it feels like. Nine plays, 89 yards, but the big blow in that final minute, Terry McLaurin, a 33-yard catch to set up what was the quarterback sneak, and the go-ahead score. Terry wasn't going to be denied. You know, the nice thing was he was in the lead position, so he got a chance to focus on the ball the whole time and was able to anticipate, jump, and go get it and and wrestle it away from from a very good football player. He brings the people in the the locker room together. He carries himself in a very professional way, and people want to fight for him. And to see him fight for everyone else, too, you know, it speaks volumes. So, you know, the guy's a treasure. I'm very happy he's on our team. I'm not sure if you heard this. That's Taylor Heineke after Ron Rivera. But McLaurin played his high school ball in Indiana and actually won, I think it was two state titles at this same stadium because a lot of times high school championships are held at the huge NFL stadium in the city or at a a big college stadium. So after he makes that huge catch, they end up winning. He was, he was screaming something along the lines of, this is my city. This is my city. So how cool was it to come down with that 33-yard grab on the goal line with 41 seconds to go? A lot of my, my love for football started here, honestly, and to be blessed. And, uh, man, I just I just looking, man, God's been so faithful and good in my life. And uh, I could have never dreamed that I'd be in this position. Producer Jay tells me it's three straight uh, state titles for Scary Terry, the commander's top receiver. And man, what a weapon for Taylor Heineke, to be sure. Cathedral High School. Thank you, Jay. But it's it's the weapons for sure. It's the defense that does well to not give up a ton of points and keep the team in the game. 
but it's also Taylor Heineke. And again, this is not the first time we've seen him cool and performing under pressure. The mobility, the, the ability to duck under the rush, stuff like that really gives him an opportunity to extend the plays, which we see. And, and that's what he's done, you know, by extending the plays and getting his eyes downfield. He's able to find the guys and dump the ball off. So Taylor Heineke, not the first choice, hasn't been the first choice for multiple seasons in a row. What is it, three seasons in a row now? And yet it keeps coming back to this quarterback. You know, I should know better. <laughs> the Commanders are now four and four. They've won three in a row. And while they are in the bottom of the NFC East, they're still within striking distance. And while it's too early really to be doling out wild cards, at the very least you can say they're in the conversation. As for the Colts, we know Sam Ellinger is starting for the rest of the year. And he goes 17 of 23 for 201 yards and the early fumble. To have you know leaders on this team that believe in me and express that they have my back and um, to be able to go out there and obviously we came up short, but um, to have Coach and Ryan um, knowing that having support for me, it means the world. I thought Sam played well. He, he, I thought he threw the ball well. I thought he looked poised, made good decisions, you know, gave us a chance. We'll look at the film more closely, but, you know, my first impression was that he played well. So you hear Frank Reich talk about Sam. They're working him into this, right, because this is all very new, and he is very unproven. The Colts, believe it or not, are second place in the AFC South at 3, 4, and 1. So an unproven QB for Indy, but they're in second place looking up at the Tennessee Titans, who actually started a rookie quarterback on Sunday when Ryan Tannehill was a late scratch. Doesn't matter because... Derrick Henry freaking owns the Texans. Conley and Westbrook Akine are both wide to the left. Give it to Henry, 25-20, 15, outside to the 10, puts a move on to the 5, stiff arm, dives over the pylon. Touchdown, Titans! That was a man-sized run by the man, Derrick Henry. Willis, give, Henry, goes in standing up. Touchdown, Titans! The franchise record for touchdowns. Number 75 for the King. And Tennessee has surged 10 in front. The Titans didn't need Malik Willis to do a dang thing except for hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. He is so good, and he has some kind of something special whenever he, it's reserved, whenever he faces the Texans. With Mike Keith, you hear him. He's now, well, he continues to climb the charts for the Titans. Career franchise leader. But get this. He's also now had six 200-plus rushing yard games as he, <laughs> he finishes well over 200 yards. And four of them have come against Houston. So he's got six games in which he has rushed for over 200 yards, four of them against the Texans. Like I said, he reserves some. uh, God is good. I'm blessed to play for this organization, the teammates I have, the sacrifices that they made for me to have success, the coaching staff put me in positions to have success. It's the kid in Yuli with a dream to do something special and be great. You know, and like Earl Campbell, Eddie George, you know, 
watching and seeing Hollis in him as a kid, you know, just a, a surreal moment, and I'm just thankful. But, you know, it wasn't all me. You know, it's all my teammates uh, throughout the years, this organization, and um, you know, I'm just happy we got the win today. That's Derek on the NFL on CBS. So here are a couple of nerd alerts to go along with Derek's fantastic performance. 219 yards, two touchdowns. That was Sunday. As I say, he's now rushed for at least 200 yards in six games, which ties him with O.J. Simpson and Adrian Peterson, most in a career, over 200 yards. But it was his fourth straight 200-yard rushing game against the Texans. No one, no running back has ever had those, that type of production, those type of numbers against a single team in league history. So it's a little convoluted. But along the way, he also became the all-time rushing touchdown leader in franchise history, breaking the tie with Eddie George. Derrick Henry is the identity of the Colts offense, Colts, of the Titans offense. You do not deviate from that. And I love the fact that they don't try to be something they're not. They just are who they are. Come stop us. Figure out a way to slow down Derrick Henry if you can. And the defense did its job too. Houston only managed 3.2 yards per play. And Malik Willis, they don't ask him to throw more than 10 passes. So he has 55 yards. He throws an interception. He gets sacked three times. He's not ready to be a starter in the NFL, but at least he got his feet wet. It was good. We got a W. You know, that's all you want to go out and do. Uh, yeah, there are things you want back, and it's my first start, so I can't be too critical on myself. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you got plays you want back, and that's going to be every game. But definitely uh, appreciative for a, a W. Uh, and Derek, you got to congrats to him. He got a new record, so that's cool too. So uh, just cool to see our team just fight back from setbacks, whether it may be penalties, whether it may be the turnover uh, on the interception. Man, it, just bounce back regardless of what was going on and uh, come together. It was really cool. I like that Malik Willis is willing to be kind to himself and not going to be too hard on himself because it is his first NFL start. I can't be too critical of myself. but I like it. I'm way too critical of myself, but this is not my first rodeo, so maybe I should be. Titans started out the season 0-2. They've won five in a row. Remember, this is the top seed in the AFC a year ago, and now they're back to five wins. Same as the Chiefs, same as the Ravens, same as the Jets and the Dolphins. One win behind the Buffalo Bills, who were able to take care of their business against the Packers on Sunday night. All right, we have kind of gone through the AFC South. We still have Jacksonville and Denver. What we haven't gotten to is a battle for first place in the NFC South. The way that it ended. Oh, heavens. It could be a facepalm Friday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Here's Mariota with Algier in the backfield, the two-by-two look. Zacchaeus in the orbit. Mariota looks... Now bails to his right, going to shoot it downfield. Caught Bird, 35, Demir, far side 30, 25, 20, Bird, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Atlanta. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. 214 left in a battle for first place in the NFC South, and the Atlanta Falcons go in front. Four plays, a 75-yard drive. It's capped by that TD chuck from Marcus Mariota that goes 47 yards. At that point, there are barely more than two minutes to go, and the Falcons are in front 31-28. Panthers then go four and out. So they go for it on fourth down, but P.J. Walker can't move the team and keep the drive going. 35 seconds, the Falcons have got the ball back. They've got a short field. They only take a minute off the clock, but they do tack on a field goal. So now, it's crazy how this happened. The Falcons have got to be kicking themselves. With 36 seconds left on the clock, the Atlanta Falcons have a six-point lead. This is late in the fourth quarter. That's all the time that's on the clock. When the Falcons kick the ball back to the Panthers, P.J. Walker has got 36 seconds to go to work. His first down pass is incomplete. It's a deep shot. His second down pass only goes 13 yards. So then the Panthers are still in their own territory on their own 38-yard line with just a handful of seconds left on the clock. Walker remains in the gun. Three-man rush, takes the snap, 
Drops back, rolls to his left. He's flushed, loads up, airs it deep downfield for DJ Moore. Behind his man! Oh, oh he got it! Yeah. And caught the ball! <laughs> DJ Moore oh. caught the ball! How did that happen? Oh, my goodness. Touchdown, <laughs> Carolina! This is amazing! <laughs> That's Anish Shroff on Panthers Radio. Want to hear something crazy? Patrick Mahomes tweeted that this was by far the best touchdown pass of the season. <laughs> That's Patrick Mahomes, who does spin moves and shovel passes in his sleep. But P.J. Walker, in the air, throws the ball more than 60 yards. And D.J. Moore hauls it in, into the end zone, in stride. It was a perfectly thrown ball. And with 12 seconds to go, that 62-yard touchdown ties the game. Except the drama was not over. Penalty on the field is a touchdown. After the play was over, unsportsmanlike conduct, offense number two for removing his helmet. Atlanta has chosen to enforce this 15-yard penalty on the try. Carolina will kick for one from the 30-yard line. The kick is away, and it is no good. He missed the extra point from 48 yards. Well, what a huge penalty by D.J. Moore. That You know, you, you get in those selfish moments where you take your helmet off and celebrate and all those kind of things. You created a long, long extra point attempt and just can't do that. Those are decisions you get paid to make. Whether you take the penalty there to move him back, which is a longer extra point, or because, again, if he makes it, if you don't take it, it's a one-point game, and do you think your odds are better with 12 seconds and a timeout to get a chunk and to see if, you know, Koo could, could go win it? So those are what you're, you're weighing those. Atlanta head coach Arthur Smith, because you can either take the penalty off the on the point after attempt, which is what they did. So moving that PAT back to what is a 48-yard kick that ultimately Eddie Pinheiro missed with 12 seconds to go, or had Smith made a different decision? Likely, Pinheiro makes that PAT. They're trailing by one. So then the penalty would be enforced on the kickoff. So you'd get a few more yards, but he chooses to take it then on the point after attempt, and it pays dividends. Game is tied. They go into overtime. West Durham with the call on Falcons radio. Well, Pinheiro had a chance for redemption. So I get that DJ Moore royally screwed up. He did. But... There was an option for Pinheiro to make good and to kick a 33-yard field goal. So it's a little bit ironic, right? Because a 33-yard field goal is about what you would kick for a point after. But he misses it in OT, which meant that the Falcons then had the ball back and their opportunity to end the game in that extra period. 41 will be the number here. Snap spot. Here's Koo for the win. Kick is away. And... Drive home safely. Young Way Koo from 41 yards wins the ball game. Arthur Smith and Atlanta are four and four. I don't think anybody's going to want their money back for watching that one. So happy to get the win. Really proud of our, our team and the resiliency. And uh, I just want to give a lot of credit to Steve Wilkes. That's a tough situation to be in. He's a hell of a coach. I, I can't give Carolina enough credit and what he's done as an interim. That's not easy. 
you know, didn't get a real long shot in Arizona. That guy's a hell of a football coach, and uh, got to give Carolina and Steve Wilkes a lot of credit. It was a great job with uh, DJ coming up with the big plan end zone, great pass by PJ. But as a team, we got to make sure that we're smart and just be ready to take it to the next level, next step. When you look at the, uh, the comparisons for us, you know, rushing the football, I thought we did a great job. Uh, 169, they had 167, which is too much. We got to stop the run. We didn't find a way to finish. We had too many opportunities to uh, win this football game, uh, and we didn't find a way to get it done. And um, that falls on me. We got to make sure that we're smart enough, something to learn from. Uh, celebration penalty, big play like that. Uh, we got to keep our pores. Well, they definitely didn't do that. And you hear first Arthur Smith about the win, uh, giving Steve Wilkes the credit. And he's taken over the Panthers, and they had a chance to be the first-place team in the NFC South had they prevailed against the Falcons. But he mentions that celebration, which is DJ Moore taking his helmet off. I mean, he's, what, 20 yards from the sidelines? You wait until you get on the sidelines. You can take your helmet off and put it back on and take it off and put it back on as much as you want. But if you take it off in the field of play, it's a rule that the NFL has zero tolerance for. You take your helmet off, it's an automatic penalty. And so he does that, which is a lack of discipline, and pushes that point after attempt to essentially a nearly a 50-yard field goal. So that was a tough pill to swallow, and the whole locker room knew it. He'll learn from it. It's something that he'll learn from. Um, I think it's something that all of us will learn from as a unit. Um, we just we just can't let something catastrophic like that hurt us, you know. So uh, he'll bounce back from it. We're all going to bounce back from it and continue to get better. And um, I think we got a hell of a team in that locker room. P.J. Walker, the chosen quarterback for one, Steve Wilkes, and you can hear the leadership in his voice. The other quarterback, Marcus Mariota, playing his first year with the Falcons, had that pre-existing connection with Arthur Smith, and it's working extremely well, right? And there's still problems. There's still mistakes. He throws two interceptions on what was his 29th birthday on Sunday, so happy birthday to Marcus Mariota. But he also goes 20 of 28, has about 250 yards passing, and three touchdowns as the Falcons take over first place. Proud of our guys are staying in it and um, believing. You know, sometimes when you get into situations like that, guys kind of put their head down, but nobody did that on the sideline. And um, for me, it, it's really cool to be a part of that. And um, it's it says a lot about our guys. These are the types of games that not only put you in pressure cookers, so you see how guys respond, but they also are a chance for leaders to step up. And these are the types of games you have to win or you have to use as learning situations if you're going to be any type of a contender. And I don't know that anybody has a ton of expectations for the Falcons this year. I think the NFC South was still supposed to be the Bucks division. And maybe the Saints, too, though we've seen them make a quarterback change. But here are the Falcons, the only team that's at 500 in the South, and they're in first place. The, the NFC is crazy. The Vikings, the Falcons, the Seahawks, all surprises, all in first place. And the rest of their divisions are just brutal, awful in many cases, though there's a long way to go. And then you've got the NFC East, which no joke could have three playoff teams this year. When was the last time that was even a possibility? So... We're not quite at the midway point, but it's been all kinds of all kinds of jaw-dropping, head-scratching. What just happened? Marcus, 
Mariotto. From the category of you can't make this stuff up, maybe the best quarterback moves of the offseason, Geno Smith and Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. <laughs> it's funny because it might be true. <laughs> All right, coming up, Denver desperately needing to see something, anything, from its high-priced quarterback that cost them a haul. This time it's in London. Russell Wilson with the high knee kicks across the pond uh, and was ready to start on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were also desperate to try to end their losing skid. This one goes down to the wire. If nothing else, it may be a lot of bad offense, but we still get some fun finishes. You are. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listening to the After Hours Podcast. First and goal of the two for Denver, down by three. Murray is the running back. Under center, and the snap, handoff straight ahead, and Murray finds the end zone. Touchdown, Denver. The Broncos have the lead. 143 to play in the fourth quarter. Denver 20, Jacksonville 17. It's time to pull on the pads and hit somebody. On After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Week 8 kicked off in London early on Sunday morning. So it was actually, gosh, 7.30 Denver time when this game started. 9.30 Jacksonville time. uh, And across the pond, uh, Wembley Stadium had more than 86,200 fans in the stands. It was the largest group ever for one of these NFL international games. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. And initially, it was a brutal start for Denver. Stop me if you've heard this before. Uh, Jerry Judy does have a touchdown from Russell Wilson, but those were the only points. There's a Russell Wilson interception that leads to a short field, and so Jacksonville uh, is actually able to get a touchdown following the turnover. That's Evan Ingram. Denver does take the lead midway through the third quarter, and get this, 
first touchdown of the year in the third quarter and the longest drive of the year at 98 yards. So Melvin Gordon caps that and... What? Is this a new Denver Broncos team with new looks on offense? But the Jaguars, even without James Robinson, who they traded away to the New York Jets, they were able to elevate Travis Etienne, give him the ball, and he made the most of this opportunity. He had a touchdown with just under four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. He had a career-high 156 yards, 24 carries, and that score... And I really do believe, as much as the Jaguars, we joke about sending them to London, those fans are definitely not going to forget Travis Etienne. But maybe they won't forget that we've seen this version of Russell Wilson before because Denver was definitely not done. An 80-yard drive, seven plays, and the big one, I wish we had it so you could hear it, but Russ to K.J. Hamler goes 47 yards. And this is with time running out. This is something Russell Wilson used to do in his sleep. Lead late touchdown drives. Lead his team back from being on the losing end. So rallies and comebacks, they were all part of his repertoire. And so he finds K.J. Hamler for 47 yards. Also has a 10-yard scramble of his own on third down. And that leaves us right with the, well, the highlight that we started the segment with. First and goal with a two for Denver, down by three. Murray is the running back, under center, and the snap. Handoff straight ahead, and Murray finds the end zone. Touchdown, Denver. The Broncos have the lead. 1.43 to play in the fourth quarter. Denver 20, Jacksonville 17. So Latavius Murray gets into the end zone with under two minutes to go, 21-17, They're not quite done yet, though, because there's still time on the clock. And you can imagine that Doug Peterson had a design. Trevor Lawrence had a design, maybe even working in some of Travis Etienne. But they had plenty of time to work with. And this could have been a big step forward for the young quarterback and his team. Etienne has run for 156 yards on 24 carries. He's just off the left flank of Lawrence in the gun on the shotgun snap. Back to throw. Lawrence throws to the right side. It's intercepted at the 35-yard line. Outside the right numbers, it's Kwan Williams. A misfire from Lawrence on first down intended for Christian Kirk. Woo, those ended abruptly. That's because they were cut by different tape operators in our newsroom early in the morning and not by producer Jay. So that's Broncos radio and Dave Logan. And yes, it was the one-two punch of the offense and then the defense. And so for the Broncos finally to be able to end that losing skid and get a win, they're still only three and five, but it's got to feel good. This game's more important for us because of how we won it. Being up and then down and then up and, and being able to kind of weather that storm. And uh, that's what I love so much about this game and about this team in here. Sticking together throughout what? Whatever anybody says. They've been staying together through it all. And, and that's what I appreciate. And that, that gives you a sign that it's a chance to be a good team. I thought it was huge for us, obviously, to, um, to be in London, to come out here this whole week. It's been a spectacular week for us. You know, we, uh, we prepared better than ever, I think. We, we battled. We knew we were going against a tough team. They got a lot of great players and young guys that can really play. And so I think that was important for us. Just to overcome, you know, be resilient. Obviously, the season hasn't gone the way we want it to, um, and it's not over yet. There's a lot more to do. There's a lot more that we want to accomplish. But every win counts. The game didn't start how we wanted it to, obviously. 
but to be able to answer back, we were down to nothing, come down the field. We picked up the tempo a little bit to be able to answer back. Then, uh, sure enough, the defense made another stop. We came back again, and just uh, we kept swinging. It was uh, it's kind of like a heavyweight fight. We just got to keep going, keep swinging, keep getting up, and uh, that's what we were able to do. I don't remember the last time anyone called the Jaguars a heavyweight fight. Uh, but the Broncos do get the win, and they're now 3-5. and five. So the only team below them in the AFC West is the Las Vegas Raiders. Get this. They got shut out by the New Orleans Saints. So this is at the Superdome. They do not score. Uh, they have an interception. There were three sacks of Derek Carr, nine other quarterback hits, only 43 rushing yards for Josh Jacobs. First time that the Raiders have been shut out since 2013. Come in and be ready for, you know, the, the physicality, the violent, you know, game that they want to play and, you know, certain things we, you know, uh, I thought that they were, uh, you know, came out with more of that than we did. Josh McDaniels takes credit for that loss. Meanwhile, Alvin Kamara has three touchdowns in this one and delivered on that speech when he said they had to have their swag back. I think after the Arizona game, you know, I said what I said. Everybody pretty much echoed and, and agreed, you know. Uh, I mean, some of the things we were doing weren't up to par with, you know, how we played around here in the past couple of years. So, you know, during the week, I think that was in everybody's head and it showed during practice. I think he understands that, that, you know, when you really look, you know, offensively and, and some of the younger skill guys that we have, you know, I just think that veteran leadership presence is important and it's important to have that in your best players. And, and so I thought that was good to see him step up this week. And you know what? He didn't just step up in his words. He stepped up in his actions. And I think that's what a real leader does. He definitely did that. Alvin Kamara with 158 total yards in this one. The three touchdowns, including two through the air from Andy Dalton, who earned the starting job over a healthy Jameis Winston. And it was a slow start, but then New Orleans took off, and the Raiders never did find their footing. So, yes, New Orleans is still hanging around in that NFC South. Uh, they're at 3-5, and five, same record as the Bucks, while the Vegas Raiders fall to 2-5, and five, basement of the AFC West. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.